Welcome to the Outer Rim News Podcast for the week of December 13th, 2017. We are oh so close. We are just one day away. Not even a day at the time of this recording. We're like, uh, what, not even 24 hours because uh, the movie comes out at probably, what, 8 o'clock tomorrow night for most people. And it... It's nine something when we're recording, so we're 23 hours away from the. I was going to say The Force Awakens, but from The Last Jedi! Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Super excited. But first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Mr. Ashley Wilbanks, fresh off hernia surgery. And with me, as always, Austin L. Gordy. What's up? I'm fresh off brain surgery, so what's up? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Nah, not yet. You're okay, though, right? (laughs) I think so. I just can't taste colors. Wow, me either. So, (laughs) you know, I think I've had brain surgery. So what's up, man? How's life been treating you the past few days, few weeks? (sighs) It's been all right, man. Just uh, not much anything. I mean, you know, I work and you know i will say good news is that you know um not sure if the listeners knew before can't remember if we brought it up but was diagnosed with diabetes some time ago earlier in the summer and just went back for a follow-up and and uh looks like my a1c has went from a 12 down to a the normal range 6.4 so i'm happy about that Yeah, so everything's good. Blood pressure's down, weights down. Everything is. Everything is. I was gonna say, how much weight have you lost? I think only probably thirty pounds or so, something like that. But it's still, still, you know, you know, that's awesome. I wish I could lose thirty pounds. (sighs) That's good, man. That is really, really, really good. I know. I was talking to one of our relatives, and they were like, you know, said that you looked great, you know. So I was like, wow, I need to see him. (laughs) Hope he comes down for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I hope to. I've, I've been dying. Like I've been telling Candy, we gotta, we gotta, you know, get together at some point. It's tough. Yeah, I know. So, um, other than that, I mean, how's how's life been treating you? I mean, it's been pretty rough because of all the teases for Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and I'm, like, going nuts. Like, this has been the longest three days. Like, I don't know. For whatever reason, starting Monday, I'm like, this is this is the week. Like, this is the week <laughs> of Star Wars. And it's just been the longest three days ever. I've just oh, been yes, pacing. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> and we've been watching the Star Wars movies in the meantime. Or we watched the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, we were going to try to squeeze in the prequels, and we just didn't really have time. So I just had to make a call and say, well, we're just going to watch four five and six and then we'll watch episode seven and we just finished seven tonight to prepare for the movie and i'm just so you didn't super, add rogue one in there oh yeah i was wanting to we were going to but we just you know it was like timing you know and then mm. when we finally were able to sit down and start watching them we wouldn't have had time to watch everything so we just kept it to the trilogy now i got you the mm-hmm. holy trilogy so, yeah i've since I've been out with hernia surgery, of course, last weekend, TNT was playing Star Wars just around the clock. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it's not the prettiest on TNT. It, you know, it's not the Blu-ray. I mean, it's the Blu-ray movie with all the, the special edition stuff added to it. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, oh, it's horrible. Even in HD, it's just, oh, ah. So, but, 
I watched it anyway, because even if Star Wars is just like, I'm just flipping channels and Star Wars is on, I usually stop <laughs> what I'm doing, you know, and just like get involved in it and, you know, until the commercial hits and I'm like, crap. And, uh, but I still stay, I still stay with it. And so I watched Attack of the Clones and The Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith about three times this past weekend. <laughs> oh, wow. And, yeah. Um, but then I popped in the Blu-rays for uh, A New Hope. And uh, oh, the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, and I think last night the girl we watched The Force Awakens to get ready for it. Um, so yeah, um, I'm super super excited, and um, I can't wait either. And I've been avoiding avoiding spoilers. Yeah, like the plague. Like yeah, the plague. I, I will say like we we got to watch um, like basically everything that came to a halt. Uh, Friday night, and we we stopped everything and watched the live stream of the red carpet event. Oh yeah, yeah. So I we got did to watch too. all we that, and then we we had a good time watching that. And then it was, you know, then I waited until it was I think it was what midnight, twelve I think twelve thirty when they get out, and that was when the embargo lifted. And yeah. so I was just like carefully checking, you know, like Twitter and checking that because you know usually it's going to be the celebrities. Oh, yeah. That are watching it, and they'll they'll say they'll just be real vague. But you know, normally I can always count on certain ones that'll kind of give you a, a hint of it if it's good or not. Yeah. And like Adam F. Goldberg is the first person that like throws some out there, and he's basically said he had three, I think three different responses or something pre-made, ready to go. Just to, you know, so he'll be the first one to tweet about it, and he picked like his best response. So yep. I was like, I yes. So I saw like, that, yes. and and so far from what I've seen, you know, I, I haven't been looking at spoiler reviews. I haven't no, read no, a no. single review. What I've been doing is looking at Twitter and just seeing what people t- tweeted about it after the premiere. That, right, exactly what you did. Yep, and mm-hmm. uh, and like the the twelve or thirteen that I saw, all were super positive. There was one in there that said, while it does have nitpicky moments, still. You know, can't believe that this just happened, and you know something, mm-hmm. something like that. It's just great. Um, so I was, I was super stoked about that. And then Rotten Tomatoes, which I can't stand, it's got it rated as the highest uh, rated Star Wars movie for Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So, so that says a lot too, I guess. Um, I, but yeah, I'm just, I'm super stoked. I just. Being in the position that I'm in as like the editor in chief of the website, I, I get email from people, you know, um, just people wanting to talk Star Wars and and they like to send me their thoughts and their ideas. And, <laughs> you know, a lot of it's just sitting there not read, <laughs> right. to be honest, you know, well, it's, you just because, have to do that because, I mean, some people just don't think about it. And, you know, some people, of course, are are that kind of person that just wants to ruin it for people. But, yeah. but you know, a lot of it just kind of, you know, you just, even if you, you want to avoid mistakes. So it's just, it's just radio silence until it comes out. I totally get it. Yeah. I've so for all of you careful. waiting for a response, you know, it, you can wait <laughs> until Saturday. <laughs> yeah. No, um, we don't hate you or anything. We're just trying to be yeah. safe. But, so uh, w- when are you going to see it? Thursday uh, night? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, yeah. So, uh, so it'll be lucky. Thursday, yeah, Thursday night. So yeah, we're going to the IMAX uh, premiere. You're so lucky. You're Dude. so lucky. I can't go till three thirty Friday. Oh wow! Yes. I'm just gonna like. I'm just gonna. I guess I'm just gonna spoil everything for you. <laughs> you are. You are. 
You're going to be and, spoiling um, me. Cra- I mean, you'll be tweeting, God, dude, that scene where Luke Skywalker dies is awesome. So oh, like, my God, Chewie, Chewie Snoke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean. It's, Curse it's, you, it's, Austin. It's going to be bad. It's, it's bad, dude, because I took tomorrow off and Friday. Because so, I want fr- tomorrow to watch it and then Friday just to un- just unwind from it and probably go see it again. But I just yeah. wanted a day to myself to just process and and dream about this movie. I mean, I'm hoping it's as great as everybody's making it out to be. You know, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. Yeah. I just I wanted yeah. to blow my socks off. I want my thing is is I'm I have high hopes for Luke in the movie. Like I just want to see mm-hmm. a good Luke centric story, like a good focus on him. You know, so yeah. So if I can get some good fan service out of Luke Skywalker, I'm gonna be set. Because I already hear that this movie's yeah. going to have lots of space battles and stuff, and I'm just super hyped for that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming from the same place you are too. I'm. I, I desperately want to want Luke to do some some uh, some bad stuff in this movie, um, and, and that's one of the only, not the only reason I'm going to see the movie, but it's the the one of the biggest reasons I'm hyped for this movie is to finally see Luke Skywalker do something. In the Star Wars universe again after right. however many years it's been since Return of the Jedi, but uh, but no, I've grown uh, over the course of time. I've grown to love Rey and Kylo Ren and Poe and Finn and BB-8. So I'm excited to see you know the next step in their journey as well. And I think it says a lot that Kathleen Kennedy has already given Ryan Johnson the keys to the kingdom. You know, yeah. with a, with an, another trilogy, not not you know set somewhere else in the galaxy. So I mean, after I mean, she's she's watched him make this film, and she has seen enough to say, "Wow, this is something special. This guy's really something special." Let's give him three more Star Wars movies. Yeah. So i i think I think that says a lot about what what the Last Jedi will be and how mm-hmm. well it will do. And I, I've looked at some estimates; they're already estimating like a four hundred twenty-five dollar million dollar opening weekend, which is just wow ridiculous i'm hoping this one beats the first movie i mean I, i'm sure it will if you know if if everything goes according to plan i would love to uh-huh. see it top that i want to see this one go like above avatar yes i want a star wars movie to beat avatar yeah definitely definitely but um let's hold off on talking about uh, the last jedi because i know we want to talk a little bit about some other stuff but i We'll get to talking about like our expectations, what we hope to really see from the movie, and and then we, you know, we'll come back in a couple of days after we've all seen it and then really dive into it. But let's talk about something we hadn't really discussed uh, since it came out in this Battlefront. Uh, the game's been out what uh, two, three weeks now, mm-hmm. and uh, I have been just plowing right through this game. Um, loving every single minute of it. I don't know what you, what your thoughts are, but this game is like one of the best games I've ever played. Uh, love that they have every era of Star Wars represented in this game. But but first off, let's let's get your thoughts. What are what are your feelings? Initial feelings about this game? Well, I'm. It's Uh-oh. a mixed bag for me. The, the thing about it is, is the game is great. The graphics uh-huh. are great. Gameplay is amazing. I mm-hmm. loved. I mean, I actually enjoyed the campaign. I really did. Mm-hmm. And the um, 
just seeing the story had some really cool moments. It was a pretty by the numbers kind of thing. It didn't, the only thing I would say, you know, negative about the campaign is that they didn't make it as cinematic as they could have, like during the gameplay. Like if you go back and play some um, Call of Duty games like Modern Warfare, when that came out during the campaign stuff, they would have a lot of like cinematic moments, you know, big action sequences that are, you know, they're really immersive, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just pointing and shooting, you know, like Mm -hmm. just, you know, kind of that. Yeah thing so it it, you know there were moments like that i I felt like they could have taken advantage of but what it wasn't i mean it wasn't horrible i mean like i said it it wasn't enough to make it bad it was just that was just a nitpicky thing other than that i thought the the campaign was great the story was great and uh, can't wait to see the sequel like the you know the follow-up that they just released today but i'm staying away from it because i I saw a headline where they were like does the the new i think it was it called resurrection uh, Battlefront yeah. Two Resurrection. Does it spoil the Last Jedi? And I'm like, oh, yep. No, I'm not, I'm not going to play it then. <laughs> I'm going to wait. I till played the movie. it tonight. I played it tonight, and I and I beat it. And I don't think there was anything. Oh, okay. From what I, was... I can from from what I can tell, it takes place during the Force Awakens because right. there's talk of of them destroying the Republic, the New Republic, mm. and then um, there might have been one reference to the first order finding uh well no it couldn't be it couldn't be because because it it showed them destroying the new republic and then it showed at the very end end part of it it was them blowing up starkiller base hmm. so yeah i don't think okay. it i don't i don't really think it unless there's just something in there that i just totally missed Right, but um, you know, I, but, yeah, that was gonna say. Other than that, I mean, I thought, like I said, I thought it was it was a good campaign, and the multiplayer is fun. Um, I'm I'm one of those. I was one of those. I'm I was glad they went to the class system, but mm-hmm. it also after getting so used to the first game and then adjusting to the class setup that they have makes it a little bit more difficult. Like I kind of wish I could just mix and match my weapons the way I, way you could do, or yeah. like pick your own blasters. But you know, whatever. Um, that was one thing, and, and I missed the rocket pack. You know, the jet pack because oh, you, yeah. you have to earn it. You have to kind of earn it and be a rocket trooper temporarily. But mm-hmm. um, I kind of missed that a little bit. But um, but it's fun. I think the of course the big downside is the the drama that went down with EA and and how they were. It's basically it was like pay to win, you know, mm-hmm. and and microtransactions was horrible. Like I wish they hadn't gone that route. And I'm glad that they're. You know, I mean, of course, it took us, the fans, calling them out, and you know, the reaction that we gave made them change their plans. And it sucks because the game did suffer. I think, I mean, like the in terms of like its success and its, you know, the release, because I'm sure it hasn't sold as much. The consoles haven't really sold that well, um, so that was a big mistake on their part. And you know, if it, I feel like. If Disney were to take the game away from me or take the the series away from EA and move it to another company, I'd be fine with that because of mm-hmm. just the the shadiness of the practices. And plus, EA is not they don't have the best rea- the best uh, um, reputation. But um, mm-hmm. but besides all that, I mean, the only thing I would say that that irks me about the multiplayer aspect of it is the is the it's just so tough. Like you have to put in so much time to, to get like 
good enough upgrades to to match up with other people because I just get my butt handed to me left and right when I'm playing multiplayer. Me and Candy both, <laughs> but it's because if we yeah. don't have all the perks for the guns and stuff, you know. And it just I don't know. It's just for whatever reason this game feels tougher to play in multiplayer. But as we've moved up, it's gotten a little bit easier. Like we've been able to breathe a little bit more, but it's still a pretty tough game. How so many that hours was have you got that was my into- big drought. And I'll tell you the other thing I'm disappointed with uh-huh. with the game. The biggest I think this is my biggest gripe with it, and I hope it's something that they can patch and fix. Is that the local arcade mode when you when you know playing by yourself is fine. It's fun when you yeah. play two player. The game mm-hmm. drastically slows down. And and drastically, like the the graphics and everything degrade horribly. Like it's oh, it's really? so yeah to the point where it's I can't hardly play it. It's it's just so it has a lot of lag to it mm-hmm. and stuff and a lot of just a lot of delay like moving around. It's just not as fluid. So it just it it's tough. It is really tough to play two players local, and that kind of sucks because me and Candy wanted to do a lot of that, and it just kind of put a damper on that but other than that like i said you know it's not a horrible game to me it's like an a plus game that that with that microtransaction system and with that fault in the in the uh in the local multiplayer the mm-hmm. the it kind of brought it down to like a c plus or a b minus you know in Ooh, that really? aspect yeah i mean it just it it like they really need to overhaul that. Like I'm sure it can be fixed with a patch and I'm waiting for that to happen because it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like that. I mean, it's, I I mean, even the, because the previous game, the local, the local, uh, co-op play was, was fun and it was fluid and it, you know, the graphics were still, they degrade a little bit when you have, when you have the two players on the screen, but it still played really well. But with this game, for whatever reason, it's just like, it was not meant to play that way with two players and they haven't gone and tried to fix that at all. So like I said, maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll fix that. Well, how many hours do you have in multiplayer? You think? I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. I mean, not, not as long as, as I wish we could. We just, you know, we haven't had a whole lot of time, but I would say we've maybe Mm. clocked between six and 10 hours, maybe something like that. Yeah. I I will say that after, after you get, above that probably 20 hour mark you not not to say you have everything yet because you still don't i still don't have any of that and i've I've played a crap ton of this game but after well i'd I'd even say after about that 15 hour mark the game becomes easier because one you're learn you have to learn all the maps you know Mm -hmm. once you learn the maps that makes the game so much easier and and then two uh just being just playing that much you start recognizing certain things like for the longest time on naboo fighting battle droids just totally made me so mad because they're so hard to see yeah that's like one that's what they me and candy see. both scream about like it's just you can't hardly see them. <laughs> yeah but but after you play it for a little while and you play it and you play it and play it you finally start recognizing some things you know you start seeing things a lot better and uh, I think it just takes time. And, and since then, because I was kind of down on the game, too, to, at first, because of those those issues, not being able to see your enemies as well. But after you stick with it and trudge through it for a little while and you start really getting the hang of it, then it becomes really, really fun again. Right. Um, I like the, the heroes and villains. I, I used to hate that, that match on the first Battlefront game. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one, man, 
just the amount of heroes that you have. And mm-hmm. today, you know, releasing Finn and Captain Phasma, which yeah. I hadn't played them yet, but uh, but yeah, I'm super psyched about being able to play Phasma. And there's also a new A Wing. Uh, I guess some some character from the Last Jedi uh, has an A Wing, and you get and there's just like a hero ship. So. Mm-hmm. I I hadn't played that yet, but I you, that's the only thing you have to actually purchase with credits. It's five thousand credits to get that. Oh, okay. And and I and I purchased that. But Finn and Phasma are free if you go ahead and log in and get them. Uh, campaign mode, like I said, I played through the 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 resurrection storyline. It was takes about thirty forty five minutes. Really good. Oh, um, really? It's that short? Yeah, it's not long. Uh, it's just like three kind of levels, three or four okay. levels. But uh, hit you in the fields, man. Hit you in the fields. Do uh, you think they're gonna add, they're gonna add even more campaign levels? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think with each major DLC, they'll probably add some more campaign to it. That's cool. Because, I, that was one thing I was impressed by that they would they were adding more campaign levels to it because I wasn't expecting that at all. So that yeah. was a real good, that was a positive to me. I mean, they're, you know, the follow-up is, is seeming like it's pretty good, you know, and I like that this game gives you free DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I'll tell you one thing I left out, the biggest, the highest praise, in my opinion, is mm-hmm. the the Starship battles, like the, the Fire oh, Squadron yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. The, to me, this is so much better than the first game, and it just mm-hmm. feels so great getting to do these space battles. And because it, it controls really well, and I don't know, like I just have I have a lot of fun with it, despite having more of a trouble like playing multiplayer. The yeah, mm-hmm. the Starfighter stuff is just really really fun. And, yeah, it is. Uh, and and plus, I just love like you said, I love the fact that this this encompasses the entire series. So I like that you play in all the all the eras. You know, mm-hmm. it's just really really fun. Yeah, and the, tonight was the first night I actually flew Yoda's ship. Oh really? Okay. Um, in hero mode, yeah, I I still hadn't <laughs> controlled all the hero villain ships yet. I haven't uh, either. I've only flown like the Millennium Falcon, and I think that's it in terms of like the hero ships. No, I, the only ones I've done are I did Kylo Ren ship one time. Uh, I, I've flown Slave One and one of the Millennium Falcon. I think Han Solo's Millennium Falcon, not Rey and Chewbacca. Oh, okay. But I, I did get Yoda's ship tonight, and man, that that sucker flies, boy. <laughs> I'll bet he moves, he moves. But no, I, I, dude, I absolutely love this game. I could, you know, for all the the bad publicity it got. Yes, I do think that it affected sales because at times I do go and like try to join a game of Blast or or or, or Strike, and you know you you have to actually wait on other people to join. It's mm-hmm. like you know, five more people wait left to join before your game starts, and it's like, what? This never happened in <laughs> Battlefront, right? You know, there was always Which, enough to, to start immediately. Yeah. So uh, I'm kind of worried about that. I don't I'm know. We haven't. Luckily, we haven't had any problems with that yet. But we play later on at night. But um, yeah, yeah that is kind of sad if it, if that ends up being the case. I mean, my thing, my feeling with the game is that I I don't have malice for the game. Like I'm. Like I'm sad. Like I like the game. I just you know I don't like the whole. I, li- I like the card system and stuff from the first game. I mm-hmm. wish they would have kind of streamlined that and made it made it just like a you know you you um, after so much gameplay or whatever you achieve 
you know, upgrades to everything instead of having to buy and randomly get stuff, you know, because a lot of people make that whole gambling argument about it and they're totally mm-hmm. in the, you know, they, they're correct in uh, that argument. But, um, I feel like Star Wars Battlefront 2 is like that, is the child that's in, like in the middle of a divorce. It's <laughs> like, I feel bad for them. Like, cause they're getting the bad rap when it's, it's, it's dirty business practices by the company that distribute, distributed the game. But like, you know, it feels like, you know, the game got a lot of flack cause I'm, I'm part of a gamer group and like, dude, when that game came out that the week and, and and the week after it's just been it was nothing but battlefront 2 hate like just ea jokes and battlefront 2 jokes just galore like they they razzed it so bad and were just i mean some of them were just super super vicious and bitter about ea and and just like there's no way they'll ever buy this game and play it and blah 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 and and it just sucks because I mean it, it makes me feel bad for the developers and stuff because you know they you you can tell they really wanted to make a great game, and the fact that the company tried to make a buck you know made the game yeah. suffer. It really sucks. Like I feel I feel like people should still give it a chance. Maybe if you don't want to buy it full price and, and wait and pay twenty bucks for it, that's fine. But you know I just feel like it's kind of unfair. Like because the game is really really good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I look absolutely love the game and i hope that people do give it a chance and i think ea has kind of i think they've actually come out and said you know that no microtransactions will ever happen for this game i don't know they said the last thing i saw was temporary it was like you know because they turned it off on the inside like the you know paying to to get the packages or whatever they turned that off but i have a feeling they'll probably switch it back on at some point they'll probably because they're thinking they're they're talking like they're going to rework it or whatever but I don't know. Maybe you're right. I hope they they just go away with it completely and and take that away and just not hmm. not do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the only the only nitpick I, thing I have is not having all the weapons at your disposal. Yeah. And the, some of the, some of the things you have to do to get those weapons. Yeah. Like, dude, five hundred kills with, <laughs> with 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 you know X X gun or something. You know, mm, and then you get right. the the one after that. Woo. That is a monster. Um, yeah, I've done I've done it with the assault trooper, so I have all the assault weapons. Now I'm working on the uh, uh, specialist. But yeah, we just man. we just unlocked the third gun for specialist. So you know we're slowly working our way through through it all. I think we've got three guns for everybody now. So now it's just a matter of of you know settling in, and maybe we'll focus back on uh, you know assault and go for the 500 you know kills or whatever yeah i don't have the he- the heavy uh three three weapons for the heavy i just have two so that's i'm missing a third weapon for the heavy and a fourth i think there's four or five for the heavy uh oh well but no battlefront 2 is uh i, I think it's a good game uh you could probably start finding deals on it here so go pick it up go play Hey, I'm Ted Cord on on PSN T E D K O R D. Hook up with me. We'll play some Battlefront Two. I'm I'm there. I'm on at least once a day to get my daily loot crate <laughs> <laughs> and play. But no, uh, definitely check that check that uh that game out. It'll it is in your best interest to do that. Believe me. <laughs> All right, so let's segue into uh, a book that we both 
read, I know you've probably finished it a while ago, but I just finished it not too, not too long ago. Uh, the, the book called From a Certain Point of View. Uh, this book is, was written in honor of the 40th anniversary of Star Wars New Hope. So every single story in this book takes place during, during A New Hope. Uh, and the book features some of like the top Star Wars authors, period. I mean, you have, uh, I think you have, uh, let's see, Gary Whitta, who, who wrote Rogue One, uh, Christy Golden, uh, John Jackson Miller, Claudia Gray, Chuck Wendig, Paul Denny from Batman the Animated Series fame. Uh, Delilah S. Dawson, even Will Wheaton, Star Trekker. Golly. Hmm. <laughs> Pablo, Hid- Pablo Hidalgo. Um, and uh, let's see, some comic people, uh, Kieran Gillen. Uh, let's see, Greg Rucka, Charles Sewell. Um, and even Ben Acker and Ben Blacker had a story. But uh, I think this book was kind of a mixed bag for me. Uh, there were some stories in there that I totally hated. There were a few that were really good. I'm just hoping that this this book is not officially canon. Uh, what are your thoughts? Just your initial thoughts, Austin. I mean, I thought it was, um, like you said, it was a mixed bag. There were some really, really good stories. And then there were some that were just kind of throwaway stories for me. Like, probably the standout ones to me were ones like, um, um, I know in the very beginning, I mean, I think the first few chapters were, the first few stories were really good. Like, starting with mm-hmm. the, you know, with the with the Tanafor stuff and, you know, them being captured and all that. With Ramus, um, Ramus Antilles. Yeah. Yeah, so that was Ramus was definitely really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, I thought the um I mean, then you have like the Sith of Data work, I think was whatever, it was kinda, of, you know, throwaway. And it was okay, but it wasn't really all that, that big. The red mm-hmm. one was really good. Um I love Master and Apprentice that Claudia Gray did where it's like Obi Wan speaking through the force to Qui Gon. Yep. yep. That, that was, was good. awesome. And so that kind of touches back, as you remember, she made that mention that she loved to do a book about young Obi Wan and and Qui Gon, like their you yep. know their early adventures. That would be awesome. So hopefully, she'll be able to do that. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think of, trying to think of some of the other ones I really liked. Um, the one about I mean, Brew's story was was pretty good. Um, Trying to remember, Paul Dini, he did the the Boba Fett one. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was. And um, I would say the rest of it. I would tell you, a lot of the Cantina stuff was just really boring to me. Like I'm just sitting here, kind of uh-huh. like pushing through it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that was pretty pretty tough. But then when you get through all that, and then you get to like, um, like for example, I think. Um, um, oh God, Pablo Hidalgo's story, A Verge of Greatness. It was the one about Tarkin. 
that one was was really cool. That one was really cool because it was real self-reflective of of Tarkin and getting in his head and you know he's kind of going over all the you know all the events that le- led up to that moment because he's about to blow up the blow up Alderaan and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool and you know it's really neat too because you know he he reflects on um, Krennic and Krennic's end and how weak Krennic was and how the reason why he was able to 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 succeed where Krennic failed and you also kind of you I guess it's from his perspective of how he imagined Krennic's end was on on uh, Scarif oh yeah so, yeah yep. so that was really cool but then you have that uh, what was it was he a general or admiral Mati comes mm-hmm. in and tries to basically sweet talk target into to you know because he's basically like you know look we know our leader is the emperor but hey man he's he's all the way back on Coruscant and we're way out here and we're making it happen so you know you could you have you know now that you have the Death Star you have full power which you know it comes it's a good question because it was a you know think about that I mean they could have easily whoever's on the Death Star could have just taken over them you know themselves and just just been like okay now we're the Empire and yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what the Emperor says because we've got the Death Star we could blow him up and then take control and all that but you see Tarkin is is loyal and you know his duties oh, yeah. to the Emperor and he shuts him down quick you know and and basically warns him like hey you're going into treason territory you know hush that up mm-hmm. and that's about it that's all there is to it so that was a really cool story um but um i think there was like i mean there was a pal- good palpatine uh part that i thought was really really cool um time think- of death and there is another is also very very yep. cool yeah i was going to say probably the standouts to me were um Probably, I would say Ramus was a, was a standout, Master and Apprentice, um, Verge of Greatness. Um, there is another, and probably I really liked Palpatine. And what was your? What did you say the other one was you liked? T- time of Death about Obi Wan dying. Yeah, that was really great. So those are probably mm-hmm. some of the real big standouts. You know, I mean, they yeah. like to me in the middle, like the Cantina stuff got really weak. And then when you kind of come back around to the Death Star again, you know, there was most of yeah. those were, pre- were were pretty good reads. I think there was like one of of my six and men that was that was just I couldn't hardly read it. It was just so jumbled. It was because of all the the mouse droid speech, so I couldn't hardly yeah. follow it. So I kind of glazed over that. And you know, just there was some cool stuff at, at the Yavin Four base. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, it was it was like kind of hit or miss. You know, there was some good stuff, and there was yeah. some throw, a lot of throwaway too. I think the the one with Lando in it was kind of cool too. The angle, oh yeah, the end of the book, yeah, that yeah, was, it was really good. It was, it was good. Uh, my my whole take on this though is, you know, there has been questions like, is this official canon? And I think Pablo Hidalgo has, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said yes and no, kind of. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because some of these things are kind of far out there, and I don't know that they need to be canon. Some of these things, I, 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 li- I listened to the audiobook, um, but some of it was just so hard to, to get in, involved with, with that just I kind of glazed over it. Some of the initial Cantina things, like like the Java, the, the one about the Jot, I think is the name, mm-hmm. the Java. Oh, yeah. I was just like... What the crap am I listening to? You know, I can't get into this book about a Jawa wanting to, to you know, learn about the stars and space and all this stuff. I, 
I don't I don't know. Something about it just didn't jive with me. Man, you're um, just trying to keep the old jaws down. That's what you're trying to do. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> they supposed um, to be out there getting getting uh, droids and <laughs> and junk. Yeah, the the big dark lighter one I didn't really care for. The Mon Mothma one, I uh, yeah, I just couldn't do. Uh, but but there there are some you know pieces of gold in that book too. Like I said, like like the stories that you talked about. The one about there is another, which kind of which is kind of an eye opener if it is canon, um, because it leads you to think that <clears throat> this whole time. Yoda's been exiled. He has been looking at Leia as the new hope for the galaxy. You know? And Obi-Wan has been looking at Luke as a new hope for the galaxy. And when it comes time to when Obi-Wan dies and he, you know, he starts talking to Yoda again. Uh, oh, crap. Spoiler alert. Oh, Obi-Wan dies in the new hope. Aww. Um, I just ruined it for everybody. Uh, when when he dies and starts talking to Yoda again, uh, they realize that they're both kind of at odds here because one wants, I mean, they both want different people to be this new hope for the galaxy. And it's, it's just weird to think that Yoda thought that Leia was the new hope the whole time and not Luke, which, hmm, how would, how would everything have turned out if Leia was in Luke's position. Right. Hmm. Interesting. But uh, I yeah, say overall, that, I'll say that the, you, you were talking about how you, the, the episode or the, the story uh, contingency plan, I think that focused on Mon Mothma. I actually thought that was pretty good. Like I always like their, I mean, you know, it's, it's not a, you know, a, not a lot going on in the story. It's just more of you're in Mon Mothma's head around the time of the, you know, the death star blowing up Alderaan and coming towards yeah. Yavin four. I don't know. I thought it was pretty, pretty neat. Just kind of getting to see her, her perspective of, you know, what they're going to do because you know, obviously, you know, the there was the big fight at Scarif, and then of course now the after Scarif, the the Senate was dissolved, and what is she going to do? And you know, how yeah. are they going to bring the fight to the Empire and stuff? I don't know. I, th- I still thought that was a pretty cool. You know, I always I always dig those kind of stories when you get into some of the big bigger characters' heads, like some of the. The higher ups, you know, like Mom Mothma, Bail Organa, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, fine then, Austin. Don't agree with me. It's your prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, but no, I, I, overall, this book, like I said, it has some hits, it has some misses. Uh, did you buy the hardback? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think to me, I wouldn't buy this book in, unless you're like a total collector and you need that hardback copy. Uh, there's, there's not much in here other than five or six, you know, standouts that would really make you want to come back for more. Uh, it's certainly not something that I want to read again. Um, maybe one or two of the stories in there I would go, I would revisit because it's short. Um, but eh, not too, not too thrilled with that one. Not too thrilled with that one. Austin, you, what do you rank it out of one through ten? Uh, this is probably about a good five, five yeah. or six. Yeah. Yeah. As far as Star Wars books go, it's not like the best. And it was something I was really looking forward to, but I didn't really know what to expect. And unfortunately now I know what to expect. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind reading an Empire Strikes Back book like that though. 
Yeah. They, um, yeah, there was, a, like I said, there's a few stories that were interesting. I was surprised that they even tried to, uh, they incorporated Dr. Afra into it. You know, she had oh, a yeah, little yeah, story yeah, on Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, so that was pretty neat. But I mean, you know, other than that, I mean, there's, there's some, some neat nuggets of stuff there for the fans, but it really, besides, I think the Yoda story being the biggest standout, mm-hmm. um, there wasn't a, a whole lot of like big wow moments in the book, you know, like something where you go, whoa, like I learned something really new today. Not really much of that. Um, just kind of like a little love letter from, from a bunch of different celebrity fans and you yeah. know, author celebrity fans, you know, just stuff like that to kind of, I guess they're, and they're kind of doing this. They, what, is this going to go like all the proceeds go to like some sort of charity? Doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. I can't yeah. remember exactly. So it's, so it's like, or not all the proceeds, I guess like maybe a majority or something. I think all the, the people that wrote, I think they, they're not getting paid for it, but, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it's a cute book and it's like you said, it's a good collector's item for, for the fans, but it's not a, you know, it's not a big, big deal. Uh, speaking of books, have you started on the new Canto Bite book? Yeah, yeah, I've already um, I finished. There's four stories total, I believe, and I've already finished two of them. So I'm on the third story right now. Okay, yeah, I finished the first one, and it was decent. It was actually the, a pretty good story. The first, first story one. is decent. The second one, I mean, I know, I know we probably don't want to get into it now, but I know this. to me, the second story was weak. It was really, really oh, weak. Oh, God, dude, I'm struggling through that one right now. It's, it's I weak. I mean, so I'm hoping that the, the last two, at least, I'm hoping at least the last one will be good because, you know, it's, um, was it John Jackson Miller, I think, that's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That wrote that one. So I have hopes that it, it'll be decent. Yeah, but I, I thought I'm, the first one, the first one was cute. Yeah. Wine and <laughs> yeah, wine tasting and, and you know trying not to kill people with the wine. It's exactly. Like, oh my god. Yeah, it was it was to me that was like reading the whole thing I'm you know I get towards the end and I'm like wow this is all just over a bottle of wine and there's no <laughs> major story and it's like the the twin characters those twin those identical like the super yeah. identical twins that are basically yeah. are just like one function and being they are oh god they're weird like dude i, I think of paris crazy. hilton and what and what's her name hilton nikki is a nick nicole not yeah nicole, not nicole richie but no there's there's her, either that or the her sister i remember back in the day we're yeah. showing our age but the hiltons yeah that's <laughs> dude, that's what that's, I, that's what i that's what i picture <laughs> when i when i see these two these yeah. twins yeah in my head i'm like oh god this is this is ridiculous i'm reading freaking teen magazine here you're right yeah, it's it was definitely odd, but I'm you know like I said, I'm hoping that the, the next two stories will wow me because otherwise I'm just going to be like, well, the first story's cute, and then the rest of it's all kind of bleh, you know. Yeah. Well, um, okay, so let, let's wrap this up by talking about our our hopes for the Last Jedi, um, because like I said, we at the beginning of the show we're very close to seeing it now. We are less than at this time less than twenty three hours. You're less than 23 hours. I still can't wait till Friday. <laughs> hey, but I get to go see it with my wife and my kids. So yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, what are you? What are your hopes? What do you? I I know we're both looking at. I can't wait to see Luke Skywalker again. But what? What's your? What's the biggest thing? What do you hope to get out of this movie? Uh, to be honest, I, I'm really, my biggest thing is I'm hoping to, um, get a really good Luke story, like something that Mm -hmm. is worthy of, of 
bringing these characters back because I felt like Han Solo in the last movie got a great story. Like I, you know, I like his because with them you still kind of got an idea of what they've been up to since uh, Return of the Jedi, and even though it may not have gone the way you thought it would go. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed where the characters were at at this point in time. And I felt like Han had a really good round story, you know, and, and Leia's character was good. So I'm hoping that with Luke, we get a really strong story and we learn about what he was doing with the Jedi Order and, you know, what happened with Ben. And, and really, the main thing is I, I hope we we that we really focus on why he ran away, like why he, he left. And, um, I I think we will, I mean, from what I understand is that's going to be like the big part is, is, you know, he's a, he's broken basically. And it's, it's like, why did he choose the response that he did? So I'm really hoping that we get a really good Luke story. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm really hoping that we find out more about Ray's past, like where she's coming from. And, and because we're me and Candy watching the Force Awakens again, we're every little thing, every little facial expression from people, or standing around Ray to Ray herself, like everything, we're nitpicking it like crazy and going like, oh, I bet, I bet that's something. I bet that's something. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that they, they'll, oh, yeah. you know, we'll get a more fuller story and a bigger, you, you know, the picture painted, you know. So it's that that'll so, be nice. Will you be uh, disappointed if Ray is not some major character's family? I mean, I, I won't be as long as she's a good character. As long as it's like, okay, well, she's not she's not royalty like we think. Like, okay, she's not Luke's daughter. She's not Han Leia's daughter. Okay, well, who is she then? Why does she deserve to be here? As long as she deserves to be there, then I'm fine with it. Um, she's Lord Santeca's daughter. Well, if if that if that ends up being, you know, my only thing though is that you know we're we're supposed to we're supposed to have like we're supposed to care about <clears throat> Laura Santeca, and we didn't really get enough with him. Yeah. So if if she does end up being connected to him, you know, I'd like to have more of a story from him, or at least hear what what him and Luke were up to, because I'm I'm guessing he helped Luke. You know, he assisted Luke in his travels at some point. Yeah, I don't know somehow. So, yeah, he had to so, do yeah. something. Right, so I'm hoping that that we, if if that ends up being the case, it's just whatever they choose, they better. I just hope they do a good job of it. Like, give me good reasons for why you you made this choice, even if we have characters doing uncharacteristic things, like people, you know, if God for God forbid, you know, somebody like Luke or Ray or somebody turns to the dark side, you know, if Kylo turns to the light, you know, was that a good reason? You know, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I want it to be a good a well-told story. I really want to know more about Snoke. I want to know where in the heck he came from and what his Mm -hmm. deal is. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to see Finn's follow up, like his journey, because you know, him coming from nothing. I mean, basically just bred for, for fighting, you know, and he's, he wants to make a difference and wants to be good. I can't wait to see his story and really can't wait to see him fighting Phasma. Can't wait to see Phasma action. Um, can't wait to see a lot more battles. Got to have my space battles. Mm-hmm. My star, my Star Wars. <laughs> yep. So, you know, that's the big things. Is I'm, I'm really. Oh, and you know, like Kylo's story. Like I want to know more about Kylo. Like what's, what's going on. You know, what's now that he's killed his own father. Where, where do we go from here? You know, because to me, I feel like there's no redeeming that. But we're, yeah. this is Star Wars, and even Vader killed a bunch of kids, and he was redeemed at the end. So, yes. so you know, who knows? But I'm just, I'm hoping to be 
like I'm hoping to get a really good story, like for a lot of fan service and stuff that'll pull at my heartstrings and touch me in the feels. But I also want to be entertained. I want it to be a big, fun movie experience. Yeah, me too. Me too. Is it disappointing, though, that it's coming to this? I mean, it's coming to an end. It's all this build-up, and then two and a half hours of... Yeah, but it's it's not disappointing. It's just sad. It's like yeah. time has flown by. But then again, we do have one more, at least for this trilogy. So we've yeah. still got one more to go. But man, yeah, it's 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 a ride, and it's this ride feels like it's going a lot quicker. Because I feel like half my life was the prequels. <laughs> Dude. I feel like, man, we stayed in the prequel era for so long, and now this oh. era is going by so quick. Oh, you just you don't even r- realize it, man, while it's happening. Yeah. You wish for, you know, December, whatever, to get here, and then when it is, you're like, I lost my life. Yeah. I mean, most of my life <laughs> waiting for this movie for two and a half hours on a, you know, Friday afternoon. Right. But no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped, too, and, and I think I have the same exact questions and wants and desires that you have about the film. Uh, one thing I, I am curious to see if – not from a story standpoint, but you know, if they do like pay tribute to Carrie Fisher some way, maybe before the film, after the film, you yeah. know, that's another I, one too. I'm, I can't wait. I hope they that we get a good Leia story, which I hear she's a big standout in the movie. So mm-hmm. I really hope we get a good follow up on Leia's story and how she's coping with losing Han forever. Mm-hmm. We think, <laughs> yeah, we think. For all we know, Han Solo appears in the movie. Han is Snoke. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Chewie, Chewie, move out of my seat. Kick this little pork out. Yeah, Luke mm. Luke reads in the book. He's like, look, I can bring people back to life. Here you go, Han. Yeah. Bing. <laughs> I'll tell you, hey, oh, you know what? The number one thing, number one, we better see Luke with his lightsaber. <laughs> yes. Yes. If not, I'm going to be a tad bit disappointed. That that'll be the one thing. If we don't get, even if they turn it over, flip they flip it some way to where he uses his old lightsaber, I'm still going to be disappointed because I'm like, but that's not your lightsaber. It was your it's daddy's your lightsaber. You that's built your, green your own one. lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yours is green. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I'm looking like, forward to that one too. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. So T minus 23 hours and counting. And that's going to wrap us up for this week's Outer Rim News podcast. Remember, we're going to record probably in a few days after we see the movie. and We'll come back and di- dissect it and tell, tell everybody what we think about it. And uh, hopefully we have good thoughts. Hopefully we have good thoughts. But by all accounts, this thing looks to be massive and huge. And it will be the, the movie that we hope it will be. So, with that said, if you want to talk to us we always have you know you can always reach us out to us on our website outerrimnews.com uh you can hit us up on twitter at outer rim news or facebook which is facebook.com slash outer rim news and we also have an instagram page we, we like to share the, the star wars photos at uh outer rim news oh and also remember that the podcast isn't endorsed or supported by disney or lucasfilm it's all for entertainment. All the names and sounds that we use in the podcast are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and all their respective copyright holders. All righty. Well, I will not talk to you again until after we have seen the film. So, Even if I, I try to would, talk to you after the movie tomorrow? My phone will be <laughs> off. Uh, 
<laughs> so unless you Jedi mind mailed me or whatever. Oops. God, I just mixed two genres, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I screwed up totally. Well, you know, I, I hope you enjoy the movie. I hope you have a good time. I hope it's everything you want it to be, man. Are you Thank crying? You. Thank you. I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit. <laughs> all righty all righty so everybody go out this weekend and watch star wars the last jedi multiple times with your multiple family times. with your family good, and have good feelings love each other and merry christmas yeah well hopefully we'll see you before christmas so we'll talk to you again <laughs> <laughs> all right may the force be with you peace